Good morning, good evening, or good afternoon, and thank you for downloading Monkeys Took My Jetpack, issue number 38. This is the second part in the Dresden Files City Creation, and it is a much shorter part. In fact, <laughs> had I thought of it, I probably could have just combined both of these into one long issue, but I didn't, so what can I say? Anyway... Uh, we're going to wrap up City Creation. We have our facilitator, Trilobite. Yours truly, Blind Geek. Josh and Moondog. And together, we are the awesome foursome behind... Monkeys took my jetpack. So, without further ado, grab a cup, bottle, glass, or can of your favorite beverage, sit back, relax, and enjoy Monkeys Took My Jetpack, issue number 38, We Built This City, part two. So, last time we had gone as far pretty much as getting some of the initial locations that we were looking at. And I sent you guys out the notes. Was that a good format to do that in? Yeah. Okay, cool. I had no problem. So and let me make sure I've got mine here, which, okay, yes, I does. Close the plot notes so I don't accidentally uh, start reading some of that stuff. Yes, I would like to save changes. That's why I made them. Um, <laughs> one thing, <laughs> One thing I want to double check was we were looking at our movers and shakers and we include the city council in there as people who want to change the status quo but we didn't really decide if they were in the know or in the dark or to what degree they were in the know what do you guys think about the city council does anyone know anything about the supernatural or do they have any connections to it besides possibly being man- I think as a body they don't know, but there are some members of the council who are of the supernatural, and of course they do. <clears throat> See, and I think none of them know. That's my general thought. Wouldn't it make sense for the white court to put someone on the council so they can try to maneuver things the way they want? Yeah, but see, the white court is all about subtle and behind the scenes. Exactly. So they may put somebody on there that doesn't even know about the white court. Because we just use our charming, you know, selves to manipulate. And you're also assuming that the white court has that already in place. That might be something we play out. We may not have anybody on the council yet. Ah. We're trying to move in, remember? That's I like true. that, actually. Yeah, that would be some potential. Yeah, that's some potential, a white court vampire getting onto the council, but that would be a whole campaign, and, you know, I'd have to have money and run for office, and I just don't oh, think... Trey, you're on the bad guy's that. side. How is this going to work? I am not on the bad guy's side. <laughs> you're a freaking gargoyle. <laughs> we haven't finalized that yet. Okay. The white court is not necessarily bad. True. We're neutral with evil tendencies. <laughs> We're like rogues in D&D. So I'll put them down as in the dark for right now. Okay. And then, you know, it could be something that comes up in the campaign. Yep, they could change. Okay, good. And that's true for all this stuff. So the next thing we want to look at is locations. We've got a number of them. 
and we've got their basic ideas right now. Now what we want to do is some brief descriptions. I'm going to start at the top of my list and just kind of work my way down. Okay. Okay. So we have what is tentatively named Bez House. And I think the idea here with this was not really a flop house, but a place where a lot of people who might be Paranet members or that kind of thing uh, can find at least a couch to crash on. And Josh, I think this was your idea. Did, yeah, did I like get the basic com- idea? Kind of a cross between commune and crash house. So a brief description of this place. Anyone can come in with this. I'm not sure if Victorian houses are appropriate architecture for that part of the country, but that's kind Definitely. of what I'm, Okay, that's what I'm kind of picturing. It's kind of like two, three-story Victorian, big attic, a lot of eaves and gables, old, probably not in the best repair. Whether or not it's built on some mystically significant site is up for grabs. Mm-hmm. Old Indian burial ground or Hellmouth or whatever. You dug up the bodies! <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Move the tombstones, you didn't move, move the, the bodies! bodies. See, and, and I pictured that as an old abandoned Motel 6. I had I considered totally it possibly that, being... I? Uh, Sorry about that. I had considered yeah. it being like an old hotel. But I thought that might be a little too big, actually. Good point. Yeah, I was going to have my room in the attic. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. I, I see where you're going with it. I like it. Yeah. Kind of uh, Adam's family looking house, only not quite so run down. Okay. So I'll put it down as a three-story dilapidated Victorian house with a large attic and gables. Right. So a theme or threat to the location. Wouldn't the theme be the old ways? More like a theme of, like, uh, we got to stick together. People who have little or nothing come to uh, take care of each other. Mm-hmm. How about United We Stand? There you go. Okay. <laughs> United We Slouch. <laughs> Blind Geek, what was that? I said there's a song in there somewhere. Probably. <laughs> okay, there we are. And we'll come back to the rest a little bit later. Okay, that's good. Next up, St. Thomas More Catholic Church. We need a brief two or three line description of this joint. Well, if it's got gargoyles, that kind of gives you an idea of what the church is like right there from that alone. Gothic cathedral. Yeah. Yeah, gothic cathedral. The cathedral with plenty of gargoyles. Cool. That works. Yeah. A large cathedral. Fire. with Yeah, takes up a city block. Ooh, so this is really big. Yeah. Yeah. Big stained glass windows. I'm thinking they might have a little compound and some off buildings that are more modern where the administrators work and stuff like that. Okay. Got you it. know what would be interesting and I don't That's know the pipe organ. I don't know if this fits in or if it takes away from because Josh already mentioned what he wanted for the house. And I'm mm-hmm. kind of not sure where we left the church fitting in on all this as far as wanting the old or the new to win in this conflict. But in some of the churches I've been to, one of the things I thought was kind of cool was some of them have a program in place where people who are homeless or who are needing to rehabilitate or what have you can, they take care of the menial work that needs to be done to maintain the place. And mm-hmm. and they have also, of course, the worship and stuff like that that they engage in as well. But it's kind of a therapeutic kind of thing. And I'm wondering if there's a way we could fit that into this church somehow. Because I like, just sure. think that's kind of a cool idea. In fact, I was thinking it almost would be a place maybe because it's off, it's awfully that similar. That step on the toes of the Gomez house. That's, okay, cool. 
Nope. Yeah. I'll just make a brief note that they have a program to take in people and act as a sort of halfway house, and that'll be enough for us to remember it, and then it'll develop in play as it needs to. That could be linked. I know there's a mission you had mentioned in uh, in the notes that you. Oh yeah, previous. yeah. There's the uh, the Ray Street mission. Yeah. Okay. So, link up with that. so a theme or threat of St. Thomas More Catholic Church. Well, again, this would depend on. Where did we leave the church, or did we establish anywhere? I don't have... Let me take a quick look here. I'm trying to you mean my dinner while we do this, of, so I haven't got my notes right in front of me. That's you mean cool, like on the side of old versus new? Yeah. And how much they know. We didn't really address the church that much as an organization. Yeah. Okay, because I know my character is going to be on the side of the old, but I'm wondering if it's more fun, because I already know one way or the other he's going to be affiliated with the church. I'm wondering if it's more interesting to have him be on the opposite side from where the church is, or if he's representing, in terms of our game, the church's stance on things. Hmm. Think, think, think. What makes better? I would think since the church is large, it's well-established, it's been there a long time, they might want tradition to stay. Yeah, I'm thinking that, too. Now, if this was a small church, upstart, then, yes, maybe the new would be more important. But this is a traditional church in the city. It's been there for a while. In fact, that would be an interesting angle. What if there was another church that is made up of people who want the new? Maybe that could be where some of the white court are making their plays, and that the two churches are kind of at odds with each other. On the we surface, can have it's... locations as we go, though, can't we? Yeah. Oh, yes, of course. So, By no I means mean, are these going to be and the only places in the city. I think you're creating story now rather than some established locations. Yeah. on there, because I'd love to play out that story. I think I'll make a note of that, and then we can, or I can, try to remember to include that if possible. You're probably I'll right. For me, it's hard to separate the story from all this it other is. stuff. I think you're telling things that you want to see happen in the game. Yes. And that's more story, and all we're trying to do now is establish some locations that are already there. Okay. And I, I think you're brilliant. I love the idea. No, man, I'll just back off. No, it's more kidding. feeding territory for me. <laughs> yep. So what is a theme or threat of St. Thomas More Camp? Yeah, we never answered that. Sorry. I'm just thinking of one idea right now, but I think a theme might be tradition binds us. Mm-hmm. I was thinking more you protector. Know. Okay. Tradition protects us? Ooh. That wasn't what I meant, but I kind of like that. I meant more like the church sees itself as protecting the city from the evils of, well, whatever the hell. Church yeah, and that's going to be an interesting little storyline because really they're going to be protecting from the new evils, protecting the old evils. We could have overzealous monster hunters within the church. Yeah. Yeah. But I, we don't really have a threat for any of these things yet, so let me. I'm trying to think of a threat for the. Uh, that's why I. That I was, was why I thought of the other church. Overze- overzealous monster hunters. Yeah. Well, we could have a threat with the church. It could just be supernaturals be damned, and if we go there, bad things might happen. Yeah. As we're playing, can you have more than one theme for a location? Not really. I mean, of course, a location can have more than one thing going on, but when you create a theme, it's more like the headline. It doesn't necessarily say everything about the place. It's just something that would be important to the game when you were at this location. Well, I think that theme that we kind of work together on our tradition protect us would play well into your character. I agree. Yeah. 
Okay, so I'll put this down as guardians of tradition. Tradition is our guardian. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, like that. All right, that'll work. Up next, the White Court Vampire Family Mansion. This could be the Shaw family. We don't know for sure, and we don't have to decide that right away. What we do want, though, is a brief description of this place. I picture it as a modern. Mm-hmm. God, who's the guy in California that did modern homes? Mm, goodness, I don't know. I, I picture it as a compound. Are you talking about okay. Art Deco? I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but there's certain styles of homes. There's ranch. There's Victorian. Mission. I know there was an, a style for, like, modernist. Oh, uh, was Lloyd Wright out in California? Was he in yeah. The- yeah, I think that's the guy I'm thinking of. And he did do some work in Isla de Oro. He designed uh, a butterfly bridge and yeah. the water lily tower. So I picture it as a Lloyd Wright mansion. Okay. Type of yeah, modernist. Falling, falling water was in California, wasn't it? I believe so, and I know he also designed a courthouse out there. Yep. And it just so happened to be a white courthouse. <laughs> okay. Give him a yum-yum, sir. <laughs> Let's see, what else was I thinking? It has a swimming pool in the back. It's very... Cement pound. Yeah, modern and kind of over the top. Swimming pools in the back, so like, stars in the front. So like 1950s ultra-modern looking? Yeah. Okay. okay. So I'll put this down as mid-century ultra-modern mansion compound. All white concrete and glass. and Yeah, I like that. Geometric glass. shapes. Yep, that's how I pictured it. That works. White concrete, glass, geometric shapes, and of course, a swimming pool. And, and I do Probably picture like it as the Shaw family. shaped swimming pool. Abode. Gotcha. Okay. A theme or a threat. My God. Um, White Court Mansion could be, I mean, that's a threat of the place itself. Right. White Court or, family. Yeah. But that's just an idea. Do all the members of the family have to feed off the same emotion? Yes. Not if you don't want them to. I get the feeling that that's how it works, um, but we don't have to stick to that. My understanding is that the family generally has a f- emotion that they feed on, but powerful individual members can branch out okay. and add to their repertoire. Because I know white court vampires are born. I mean, they are not yeah. created. Because mm-hmm. I believe that I thought one of the villains like moved on from... Lust in also grabbing in fear and stuff. I can't remember exactly, but I, I, and I know mechanically you can add emotions to your repertoire, but as my understanding that the families are pretty much emotion specific and then individual powerful ones can branch out. That's how I figured it was. Okay. My understanding. So, let's I'm see. kind of blank on theme and thread. I mean, white court vampire stronghold house, whatever. An ambitious yeah. white court family. That's a threat right there. Yeah, they are. We are ambitious. There you go. And hell, even if you are a member of the family, it could be dangerous there. Oh, it's going to be dangerous. You could be dangerous. No, I'm a teddy bear. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, got it. Alistair's Restaurant. (laughs) I think this is my favorite location we've got so far. Thinking about this all day. (laughs) Okay, so give me a description then. Uh, It's like old, like, Greasy spoon, kind of in like the old like streamlined trailer, you know, on the side of the road, the big metal like Art Deco trailer, diner, mm-hmm. old neon, the uh, 
eat what you will should be the whole of the law <laughs> sign in the back. <laughs> old man that runs it, the very, very old man may or may not be Alistair Crowley. Certainly rumored to be. Supposed to die in 1950, but, you know, he plays coy. All right, so we have this place down as an old 50s or even, like, 40s-style greasy spoons. Yeah. All red neon and chrome. Yeah, orange vinyl booths and all that. Is there a jukebox? Of course there is. Of course there is. How silly of me. Hasn't been updated since, you know, 1956. (laughs) (laughs) That's why it still works. Yeah. Is it yeah, there you go. Have, That's why it still works. It's, does it have tables, yeah. or do you have to sit at the counter? Both. Okay, so it's big enough to have both. Because yeah. most of those back then just had counter space. I figure there's probably a couple booths along the side. Okay, gotcha. It's a corded, it's a, it's a corded neutral ground. Yeah, but oh, had I counter space. It. How did they get a decent crowd of people in there? They didn't. I mean, they... I mean, volume. Volume. Eat your leaves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have your coffee, have your pie. Move on. You're ruining my happy days vibe. <laughs> That's a whole different diner. Yeah. Uh, wrong Al. Yeah. You're dealing with this Al, not that Al. What's the theme? Good or, question. Or threat. I think a threat could be Al himself. Just mysterious, not sure whose side he's on or what he's up to. Knows more than he's saying. I picture him kind of a Max von Sydow looking character. A who looking character? Max von Sydow played the Exorcist and the Exorcist has never been young, as far as I can tell. Ah, okay, gotcha. Like Death and the Seventh Seal. Played Ming in Flash Gordon. Awesome. Okay, yeah. I know who you're talking Still about. Still alive. I don't think he's ever been young. <laughs> yeah. But he never will die. Yeah. As a result of that. So I'm just going to put him down as a threat himself. Yeah. Just Al himself. Yeah, because he's so mysterious. Nobody knows how much power for or what he really is. Yeah. Could be a human. Could be. Don't know. He's unknown. But he knows too much. And we know this is a court-neutral territory. I'm going to put that in there, too. Right. Yep. Well, that's a little bit creepy. We have neutral territory, but the guy who owns the neutral territory is someone who we don't necessarily trust. Yep. But it's a court-neutral territory. I mean, you know that you can go there and you're covered under the accords. As for Al himself, huh? Yep. Maybe he works for a power that doesn't follow the accords. You're meddling in powers here you can't possibly comprehend. (laughs) <laughs> so let's see. Up next, we have the warehouse district in North Cabo Siervo, which is a center we decide for red court controlled gang activity and other crime. We need a description of this region. I'm picking a standard abandoned warehouse district by the docks that you get out okay. of central casting. That works for me. I'm even going to write it that way. Theme or threat of this location? Street gang. Now, I'm a little confused. Is it the threat that this location represents, or is it a threat to this location that we're looking for? It's a threat or a theme in this location. When you go there, this is something that will affect the game or the story, something that your character will have to be aware of. Yep. Okay, that changes things for me a little bit. Thank you. Yeah, Street Gang. Yeah, it's kind of the antithesis of the church. (laughs) (laughs) And they're working together. Hmm. What should we name this? What's the name of the street gang? Backed up by the Red Court. Good question. We can come back to that later, too. Something like the Bats or something. The Bloods would be too obvious. Yeah, and we don't (laughs) want any of them that listen to the podcast to be pissed. 
<laughs> yeah, sorry to our gangland. That's okay. I'm in Crip territory in my neighborhood, so it's all right. Really? <laughs> yeah. Your neighborhood is encrypted. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, my neighborhood. Oh. My neighborhood is crypt territory. It's okay. That's awful. That's what we should do. We well, should call, we should call the gang a, the mummies a, and say a, that they're in crypt territory. No. <laughs> okay. There's not a huge gang presence out in my neighborhood, but apparently, if there is, do you, do you have to watch the colors you wear? No, I'm a 37 year old white guy. No one cares what colors I wear. I'm obviously not. Gang related. <laughs> Actually, we got more bike gangs around here than the traditional street gangs. We got the Avengers out here. First Mightiest Heroes? That's what I'm <laughs> No, apparently, because my wife is friends with a bunch of them. Apparently, in their clubhouse, they do have a bunch of action figures behind the bar. I'm like, oh, that makes me feel better about them. <laughs> Can you get Thor's autograph for me? Okay, so we'll put I'm them on the straight about it. Don't worry. How about the Black Toads? Ooh, I like that. I actually kind of like that. Okay, for me. So we'll put them down there. The and you Ezra guys said Brand. that MMOs would never come to anything. There's a guild called the Black Toads in my MMO. There you go. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you, Black Toads. So the sculptures in Ezra Branch Park, and Josh, you had some thoughts about this. I said since the uh, Fae are using them as waypoints, having them made out of iron probably isn't a great idea. And I concur. You know, it's something like like copper or bronze or even something like more kind of esoteric or weird like obsidian or, or blown glass. Ooh. I like bronze, but blown glass is just odd. I like it. I guess it wouldn't be blown glass, but still like big glass sculptures. We've got a bunch of them in Bowling Green, actually. Why wouldn't it be blown glass? It could be. I don't know how they saw it. Just, I don't think they blow anything that big. But that's what that, makes it so freaky. Anyway, that's true. Is there a certain look to blown glass that's different from just things that are built? Mm-hmm. Yeah, then I think we should go with that. It's blown glass, and one of the weird things about the sculptures is how in the hell did they do Kind of like the pyramids. There you go. You got an eight-foot ogre to do it. <laughs> You're a throg. <laughs> okay, so these are large blown glass sculptures. Abstract. And unless you guys have some specific descriptions of those, uh, I've got some general appearance ideas in mind. Uh, I got nothing special. Uh, me either. Abstract, so I'm thinking like Henry Moore looking type things, or if they're glass, probably a little different than that, but. Gotcha. Let's see, theme or threat here. Well, I've got the Fae that control it, so the Fae themselves could be a threat, or it could be a theme like Fae control travel, or it could just be the, uh, have we been doing more themes than threats, or vice versa? Uh, we're pretty balanced right now. Yeah, we're pretty balanced right now. Okay. I think the theme should be just Destination Faye. Like Destination X. Destination Faye. Destination Faye, meaning? They're kind of the guardians of who comes and who goes. Ah. Oh, Maybe okay. something more like the, the Faye get what the Faye want. Yeah, that'd be good, too. You got to deal with them if you want to use it. Okay. Let's see, now we've got Fort Hagen, training center for new wardens, or at least a place where training is sometimes conducted. And a brief description of this location. Is that a modern fort, or is that an old fort from... uh... No, it was built in the mid-19th century, then expanded pretty much up through the end of World War II. So would log palisades be out of genre for that, or...? Yeah. No, not completely. A lot of really? it would be reinforced with heavy stonework and brick and all that stuff. Because I'm only familiar with the forts we have out here in the Mideast. They were 
old-timey frontier log forts. Yeah, this would be like heavy earthen. More like uh, the Alamo? Yeah, kind of like that with uh, a lot of earth embankments, cleared areas, sunken revetments for cannon, that kind of thing. Well, there you go. <laughs> yeah, actually, we could just put down a fort. It's a fort. I'm assuming it's probably got like a museum or something there now. or uh, Yeah, the part of it that's still open to the public acts that way. Okay. And then the training center for the wardens is in an area that was closed down. Okay. Hmm. What about a theme for this area or a threat? A theme standing against the darkness. Sounds good to me. Yeah, I'm good with that. And our last one here, you guys wanted to have a highly fortified Spanish manor that would be the home of an ancient red court duke. Yes. Give me a little bit about this place couple sentence description. It'd be like old, kind of that sprawling Spanish pavilion, terracotta, tiles, white walls, probably fountains, tile work, a lot of hanging plants and whatnot. Like behind that veneer, that's where they've got the high-tech security systems and the walls are all reinforced. Ubiquitous guards. Subterranean levels. Big subterranean levels, yeah. So what would you call a theme of this location or its primary threat? Oh, the threat would be the Red Court family there. Yeah, that works for me. The name I was using for them was Kamazots, which is uh, <laughs> the Mayan bat god. That works for me. Baron Kamazots, or Duke Kamazots. Duke Armando Kamazots. Moondog, what you want to add to that? I'm good with that. I like that. I got really nothing to add. I added okay. the subterranean levels. Yeah, I like yeah, that. I like that. Oh, there could be all sorts of like old Mayan ruins and carvings in the underneath... Yep. Lots of magic down there. Those were there before the house. Yes. And I don't think the Red Court has ventured through all of them yet. Uh, Oh, I could just go down. I like that. Deeper and deeper. I'll put down sprawling ancient subterranean levels. Older than any Get a little dungeon crawl in our thing here. I put a dungeon crawl in every game I run. There's nothing wrong with a good dungeon crawl. Like dungeon crawls. Well, every campaign I run, just to be clear. (laughs) Okay. I was reading so on a blog about someone was using Forbidden Isle, like one of the old one of the old D and D module thing was like a Forbidden Isle or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh they were using that as a uh for their uh Spirit of the Century campaign. Nice. Wow. Just taking the Tasloy and orcs and turning them into like intelligent apes and Oh. And you know That would be fun. Yeah, that sounds like that would actually work. It's already got dinosaurs and whatnot in it. Can't go wrong with dinosaurs. I'm planning on running Spirit of the Century on the fourth of July. For America. Really? Yeah. For my home group here. I'll be there. If you can get out here, you're welcome, but it's a, <laughs> a bit of a drive. It is kind of a bit of a drive. I don't think the wife would be real happy about it. Nine hours, if I remember correctly. Yeah. That's not that bad. Driven nine hours. Actually, we have to add uh, personalities to the location. Yeah. Now we or want faces. to work on faces. And we're going to do this for um, our themes and threats. And also for the locations, all we really need to do with these is have a high concept, i.e. a brief summary of what the character is. And they can be your player characters. They can be your player characters if you want them to be. And then we need a motivation, something that they want that they cannot easily achieve. That's all we really need for these people. All right. So, if you don't mind, I'd like to just kind of go from top to bottom, unless you guys have Sounds some good. Fine. the bat. Nope, you lead, sir. We follow. 
Rangers lead the way. Right. <laughs> I had a game that I wrapped up not too long ago, inspired actually by the Dresden Files TV series, which was my first contact with this universe. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. By the general idea. No, I, I enjoyed it. it was fun. <laughs> I watched a couple episodes. I didn't think it was that bad. If it's, it wasn't the Dresden Files, if it was just Hank Bishop, a cult right. guy. Was, yeah, I mean, yeah. that's the thing. It was good. As an example of the Dresden Files, it's not good. Yeah. So we create a whole world around this, and it worked really well. It was a great campaign. Toward the end, the characters are in a alternate dimension, and they have to get to this certain point, and they find someone who can guide them. And one of the characters is ex-Navy. This guy's like, all right, forward to victory. And it was Dieter playing this, and Dieter, in this exhausted voice, is like, hoorah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so starting us up at the top here, for the city itself, we have a theme of tradition versus change or polarization. And I had a suggestion I wanted to toss your guys way about this. No. What about the idea of this theme being the juxtaposition of opposites? Because we kind of talked about how we've got the poor neighborhood right up against the heights. And we've got the Red Court versus the White Council and all this stuff going on. I like the plurality like that. I thought that was where we were headed already, so I'm a big in. Yeah. Okay. I'll write it down that way. So we need a – we need someone. We need a character who would represent this idea or who is tied into it very strongly. Smiling Jack Johnson. Who's that? I have no idea, but – I'm is trying... he a big fancy developer trying to clean up and? Yes, he is. I'm. I'm trying to be more improv. Or I mean, uh, all joking aside, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm trying to be like... more improv oriented because I love Josh and Nikki. Just blow me away how they just come up with shit off the top, and I'm trying to get better at that. And I know part of it is just going your gut. So what? I come up with stuff. I know you do. I didn't say it. I'm didn't. a one-liner master. I didn't say it. God, see now. Why don't you go there? That, I know, I know, I didn't say, I didn't mean to imply you never come up with anything, I'm just saying that, never mind, I'm just going to keep digging yes, this Yes, they're hole. more creative than I am, oh, I know. good God. <laughs> I'm a pun guy, I'm a one, well, not puns, but one-liner. Yeah, I, and that's perfectly, that's... You got the deadpan snarker thing. Yeah, you do, yeah, yeah that's awesome, I'm, I don't want to take anything away from that. Either. Then why'd you say it that way? <laughs> Because I wanted to make you cry, and I succeeded. You see, then my work is I'm done. I'm really trying. Sir. I know. I'm. I know. I'm That's not really trying to make you. Cry. I will be coming to get you. <laughs> no, no. I've said that about you and Josh too. So, yeah. There's, there's I no. think you're both more creative than I am, ah. and better on your feet than but, I am. But see, the thing well, I think we is haven't seen him dance, so we can't say for sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, so smiling Jack Johnson, Jack who's Johnson. a developer. Wait, isn't, Is there he a, in the know? isn't there a singer named Jack Johnson? Yeah, there's a Jack Johnson. Let me sure yeah. But he's not smiling Jack Johnson. <laughs> that's true. That's, that's smiling with the an apostrophe. That's right. Smiling Jack yes. Johnson. Yes, there's definitely Roger an an apostrophe. Okay, so what's his high concept? Big city developer. Okay, that works. Yeah, that Oil works. millionaire coming in, switching to real estate, going to clean up this town. Now, what is his motivation? Something that he wants that he cannot easily get. And we want it to tie in with this idea of juxtaposition of opposites. Land. He wants to clean out the riffraff. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I like that. Turn this he into a to... civilized city. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Boom. We got him. Next. 
the desperation of the red court was our face for this. I was going to leave him for the compound, but we can put someone else there. But let's give uh, Duke Camazots, Duke Armando Camazots. Got it. And, you know, these things can share faces. It's no problem. Right. What's his high concept? How would you briefly describe his character? Ancient red court patriarch. Yep. Boom. Got it. What does he want that he can't easily obtain? He's trying to secure his family's legacy. Hmm. Oh, he's securing it so he has a legacy to be... So the legacy doesn't fall. Right. Or not legacy, dynasty. That's what I meant. Okay. I can... Yeah, dynasty's better. Yeah. That make, makes a clearer picture for me, what he's trying to do. Bango. The big bad, the unknown. I'm handling that. Okay, let's see. Moving on, moving on, moving on. Do we need faces for our groups? Let me check that real quick. Ooh, goodness. Are you dying on me, Goma? You're going to die, then die. Stop wasting my time. What is he talking about? One of my neighbors, I swear, has the consumption or something. <laughs> like, all the time, uh, like, get better or die. <laughs> and just stop disturbing me. That's right. Or die. <laughs> Your terminal illness is annoying and inconvenient. <laughs> we at Monkeys Took like My Jetpack are full of compassion and caring for those who are less fortunate than ourselves. <laughs> well, if it helps, I feel like I should feel bad. So I'm aware of the normal human feeling that's required for that. Okay, it doesn't look like we really have to worry too much about the main power groups. We want to concentrate on our themes, threats, etc. So, the location. The locations, I should say. The Gomez house. I see what you did there with the name, by the way. I was kind of, it actually kind of worked out that way because like, it looks kind of like an ends family. Need a, I love it. I need a Hispanic name because it's in that. Oh, Gomez. Oh, that works. Yeah. Works on different levels. So it has to be damp. So the face. Let's have the woman that runs it. Okay. Like a old Earth Mother hippie type. Sally McBill. That works. Sally McBill. It is. She's got See, guys. I can come up with names too, Eric. I've been, I'm very. <laughs> See, I'm joking. I meant no offense, and I feel like I shouldn't have said anything. Here oh, you are, bad mouth and MGs, I know, God. I didn't mean to. Ow, you're fine. I'm just giving you a hard time, sir. I'm sorry. Well, What's your high concept? Den mother, earth mother. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Okay. Hippie den mother. Hippie den mother, it be. Now, what does she want that she can't easily get? Peace and quiet. Yeah, I think most is just concerned about making sure that these kids and people have a place to stay, keeping them safe and off the streets. Oh, resources, food, things like that. Is that what you're talking about? Well, I'm sure uh, yeah, bills and that might be an issue. I'm thinking her biggest thing is just making sure that all her her people there have a roof over their head and have some place to stay in. You know, are safe. Yeah, I was kind of joking, but the more I think about it, I was thinking maybe what if, in addition to what Josh is talking about, what if what she wants is to be not. I don't mean it in a curmudgeonly "I want to be left alone" kind of way, but she wants to be able to live without this. Well, I'm getting much deeper than I intended to, but I'm going to go with it anyway. Without this burden on her shoulders of having to, she gets involved in these people's lives, whether she wants to or not. Not being coerced or anything, but just because of the kind of person she is. Her want is to not have to, I was going to say to relax, but I'm not sure that really means what I, 
want it to. Not but. so much because she wants to get away from this, but she wants all her cubs, if she's sort of a den mother, she wants all of them to have peaceful, safe lives. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She wants a sense of accomplishment. Yeah. There you go. Like yeah. a parent that sees their kid go off to college or to get their own job or, you know, it's never any struggle for her because there's always new ones that come exactly. along. Exactly. Yeah, we're on the same So she never feels like she has a sense of co- accomplishment. She can't save everyone, but damned if she's not going to try. Exactly. She's a martyr mother. She's got the weight of the world. Yeah, but I don't want her to be one of those people who throws guilt in your face, because that just doesn't seem like the character that we're building here. No, no. no I don't picture her the way at all. Yeah. She wants to save everyone. Yeah. That's her motivation. And she knows she can't. Like, like you said, Josh, she knows she can't, and that's why it's something she can't easily get, because she knows it's a foregone conclusion it's like Mac Bolin on his everlasting war. He knows find one of these days a bullet's going to find him, but by God, if he can get predators. Oh. <laughs> Mac Bolin. <laughs> yeah, I see her as the op- exact opposite of guilt. Uh, she yeah. doesn't ever think any of her flaws. Oh, no, 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 no. I was just guilty about the just, martyr she, thing. Yeah, she's, when I say martyr, I'm meaning like literally like Christ-like where she's just taking it all on herself. And Yeah, you, mm-hmm. you, mean, you mean it in the non-psychobabble Kind of way. Yeah, I mean, actually, yeah. you don't mean the martyr complex. No, I mean, actual like actual mar- this yeah. woman needs to be canonized. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Picture her like Francis. I picture her like Francis. Francis McDermott is the image I got in my head. This is why he works for Hex Games, ladies and gentlemen. He's always got the Wuppertum going on. Do it was before that because I used to be an online <laughs> and always had to find pictures of our characters. <laughs> But when I found Quags, I'm like, this is amazing. They actually have a mechanic for this. Yeah, yeah, no, I, 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 I joke, but I don't joke at the same time. Cause yeah, I love that. That was one of my first things about Quags that made me go, cause before I was like, oh, it uses a 20 sider and I only work with D6s and I was, but then I couldn't get past the coolness of like, ooh, I love the tagline and the whoop, the whoop Anyway, I digress. <laughs> Let's see. Next on our list, the Catholic Church. I actually am thinking I don't want to play the gargoyle because I feel like the gargoyle is going to be too... Well, there's two problems I have. One, I don't want it to be a rehash of Goliath or something like that, which means I don't want him, by night he flies through the city. And if I don't do that, then I have to either figure out how he transforms into a human or I have to accept the fact that he's going to be confined to the church all the damn time. Just do the um, TMNT thing where he's just got the big hat and coat. (laughs) Yeah. We'll tell you what, let's work that out when we get to character generation. Well, the reason I bring it up is because I thought the gargoyle would be a good face for the church. Yeah, I still let's want just him around, even him if down. you don't play him. No, no, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Rocky the gargoyle. <laughs> so let's go ahead and just put the gargoyle down as the face. His high concept. He could be the information broker. He's the observer. He sees everything that a lot of people don't. Sits on the highest steeples, the highest building in the uh, structure in the town, and he mm-hmm. sees everything. So Okay. And motivation, now, this can change if this becomes a player character. None of this is set in stone, if you'll pardon the inadvertent pun. (laughs) You're a member of the Jetpack list now. There are no inadvertent puns, sir. Well, sometimes a banana is just a banana in one of those cases. (laughs) I know, I'm just... (laughs) So motivation, something he wants or it wants that it can't easily get. Wow. want to be a real boy? (laughs) Yeah, I'm trying to... I want to fly. I want to be free. And now for the serious answers. You might want to be human, actually. That could be something. Yeah. Or looking for a female gargoyle. I don't know. My only problem with the he wants to be human thing is I keep thinking of data and how that's been just done to death. Yeah, it's a, yeah. It's a trope. I'm not going to lie. 
However, I don't have anything better coming to mind, and our policy in this house is, if you don't have anything better than what someone suggested, then take it and shut up. Let's put it down for now, and then we can come back and revisit it <laughs> yeah. if we want to. Yeah. yeah. Maybe he yeah. wants to be a priest. Maybe he just wants to be loved. Could be, too. He wants is that to be. so wrong? No, it's not wrong. That's the right voice for him, too. <laughs> Harvey Firestein as Rocky the Gargoyle. I just want to be loved. I want to be in the oh, theater. I, I just want to be an actor. <laughs> okay, the White Court family Mary, mansion, the Shaw Mary, mansion. You me. <laughs> yes. Or I guess I should say the Shaw compound, the face for this. I'm torn. Torn? Got it. <laughs> Hi, Why I'm Rip Torn. I'm part of the Shaw. Well, part of me says that I should be the face. Go for it. But I don't know if I want to build that type of character. Yeah, I'm going to. Logan Shaw is the face of the White Court. And if you change your mind about your character, Logan Shaw can remain. We can change the face. It's fine. Yep. Yeah. I do yoga. I'm flexible. Okay. I've got nothing but Rip Torn in my head now for the leader of the White Court. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome. We just got to get rid of these old ways and get the new ways in instead. It's just... As Jack Donahue's mentor in 30 Rock or Zed from... Men in Black, that's where I was going. It's much, it's much the same character. Hosting an intergalactic kegger here. That's my go-to rip-torn line. <laughs> Jackie boy, listen, you gotta... <laughs> so what do we want as a brief description of this character, at least at least um, temporarily? Upstart, highly motivated, out to prove himself, white court vampire. Mm-hmm, a young Turk, as it were. Listen here, there's two types of people in this world, sheeps and shocks. Let me, I'm a shock. I'm out there 24-7 getting things done, out there doing it, making contacts, making connections. You, you're a sheep. You let things happen. Winning. Okay, now I'm okay. thinking Charlie Sheen. Ah, oh, Charlie Sheen is the first. Oh, God. <laughs> Motivation? Status? There are two kinds of people in this world. There are sheep and there are sharks. You guys are sh- Yeah. Status I'm and winning. White okay. Tiger. Status. I'm going to go with that. <laughs> Alistair's restaurant. I think the face there is clear. It's yep. Alistair himself. Yep. Or Al. If it's really him. Al. We call him Al. Yep. Don't call him Betty. He's often okay. nicknamed Weird Al because nobody knows who he is. Yeah, but not to his face. Right, exactly. <laughs> High concept. See, I think this one should be you deciding. Yeah. You got it. Without telling us. Yep. Okay. I'm good with that. Because you might want to connect him to that big bad evil that we talked about. You might not. It might just this one here might be our mystery. Yep. I may already have plans along those lines. Okay, so this information is not available at your security level six. I am not the first Jedi Robert. The gargoyle wants to have a family. Ooh, I like that. One way or another, whether a literal family or, you know, something, some sort of connection like that. Just a chip off the old block that I could call my own. Yeah. At one point, I, I thought that was no. this guy. Wait a second. No. Oh, God. You're turning him into Ben Grimm, for Christ's sake. Aunt Petunia's number one nephew. <laughs> Blue light of a loving thing. It's... <laughs> gargoyles all the time. Oh, God. You know, soon we, we will have to play the Marvel. I think I've heard enough APs of Marvel Heroic that I might be able to tackle it. All right. Just because yeah, I'm wanna, not interested. I want to play yeah, there you I, go. I don't like superhero games. Shut up. <laughs> Can't play Marvel till you put up superhero game. Yeah, Fair exactly. Fair enough. Sounds good to me. She's right, but then I might, I might be like, dude, I want to play Truth and Justice again. 
Whichever. No superhero games until the one we've done gets posted. Fair enough. Yeah. I think that is you can't a have your meat unless you have your wait, you can't have your pudding unless you have your meat. You can't have your yep. If you don't eat your meat, you can't have any pudding. How can you have your pudding if you can't eat your meat? Man, I gotta watch that again. God, that was one of my favorite movies. I never cared much for the movie. I mean, I love Pink I love, Floyd, and I like yeah. the I love the the album, but I, yeah, the movie itself is like, eh. you watch it long enough, you get into it. Oh, I under, I've seen it several times. <laughs> just like, eh. just not a lot, lot of fun if you're on anything even mildly psychotropic. It's not. It's no. No, I depends. But no, good stuff. That an Animal House. I do like Animal. House. Oh, that's a great one. The Warehouse District. What's our fate here? Probably some gang leader guy. I got no real solid idea for outside of Joe directly central casting. That's fine. We can just put him down as a gang leader at the moment. That's a good high concept. Not everything has to be, you know, uh, Shakespeare or Sir Francis Bacon. Well, call him the tongue. Call him the what? The tongue. The tongue? After the toads, you know. Oh, I like that. The black toads. Black toads led by the tongue. He doesn't really have a name. That's a street name. Yeah, that's a street name, and that's what he goes by. Do they have a rattle gang with flies? No. (laughs) Okay, you're just being ridiculous, sir. (laughs) Yes, I know. That wasn't a serious business. This is serious business. That's right. The locust. One that he can't easily get. He wants... He's got tattoos all over his tongue. He wants to expand their territory. Yeah. He wants legitimacy. Ooh. Ooh, does he want to be a made man? That's what all gang, I think, they want respect and legitimacy. He doesn't want to be a gangly. He wants to be like a made man type thing. Yeah. Okay. He's, How about that? He's Tony from West Side Story. No, Tony just wanted to get out. That's right. I never or saw West Side Story. He was out and he wanted to stay out. Well, maybe he's got the Jefferson complex, you know, moving on up. He wants to move up. There you go. Been staring at off the same... street in the big money. Been staring yeah. at this city for too long. It's time to get a bigger piece of the pie. Wants to be a contender. Instead God. of a bum, which is what he is. You know, I, I hate supposed to, to watch out with you, Mickey. <laughs> he may not be from the Bronx. Oh, brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I want to rule this city. We built this city on rock and roll. <laughs> and now oh, it's time to Russian now. Take it. We said he wasn't from the Bronx. Who do we want to represent the Ezra Branch sculptures, the Grand Central Station of Ways area? Mm-hmm. Toll troll. Yeah, yeah, it's true. We were kind of joking about that last week. That might be the way to go, actually. Okay. Um, what did he put say? Down toll the... troll? Toll troll. And Keystone. God, that's so... Okay. Big hulking fey creature, and if you want to use these, you have to pay it something. He could be the grumpy old troll from Dora. It's not from a troll in Central Park. Okay, can we so make... we'll put down his... Okay, grumpy old troll. Can we make this character a little less stereotypical? Type. How about a well-spoken troll in, like, the three-piece suit and a, <laughs> and a big, thick ledger book where he keeps track and gives receipts? Yeah. Sounds good to me. Yeah. All right. It's a British accent. Possibly. Like, the, the green visor over his head. So, you want to go through the never-never, huh? Well, let's see here. Let me, find out. Let me get my rate book out. Abacus. <laughs> so a refined toll troll. Abacus with bird skulls instead of beads. Nice. nice. I like that. What's he want? Something that he can't get easily. I mean, obviously he can collect tolls going back and forth, so that's not going to be it. He wants to be a knight of whatever that would be the winter court for him. He wants so he to become wants... fey nobility. 
He wants to build a bridge between two worlds so he can live under it. No, I like yours better. I'm just being obnoxious. He wants to find a good puzzle book. He wants to write the ultimate Mad Lib. Wants to go to Pinkberry. I like Josh's first one the best. He wants to be a lumberjack. Uh, that's okay. Sleep, sleep all night and work all day. day. Yeah. So he wants to become Fey Nobility. Put that down. Fort Hagen, I'm going to declare GM Fiat here. Okay. And put down Rosetta Marshall, who is a warden. I was going to suggest Carlos. Carlos is awesome. We'll take this woman instead. Okay. And she's there as one of the instructors. Okay. Work her out, and we, we can find out more about her later if we run into her. For the Spanish manor, do we want Duke Armando to be the face for this? I think it'd be more fun if we had someone to counter him. What about his son or his daughter? That would be, yeah, I was thinking like someone like that or like someone like an infected thrall or something, yeah. But yeah, or like son or daughter or something. Someone who's trying to come up in the ranks and try and switch to more modern thinking. Because that could also play against the whole opposites thing and the old versus new and all that going on. Yeah, I like that. So, yeah, some young, modern-thinking upstart, like, yeah, his youngest child or grandchild. Okay. And what do you guys think is a good motivation for this? Have to adapt or die. So what does this young Turk want? Wants to supplant Armando. It's a usurper. Damn, usurpation, then. That sound good to you? Sounds good. Sounds good. Okay. And I think that covers pretty much everything. I'll let you guys discuss if you think there's any obvious connections between the faces. Some of those we can see right away. If you have any others that come to mind real quick. Kind of like the idea of the usurper being the one controlling the uh, black tongs. He's hiring the rabble. Maybe raising his own army. Yeah. Whoever my character winds up being, I think he's going to be a member of that church mission thing I was talking about. What else we got? Connection-wise. Smiling Jack Johnson. That's right. Listen here, I see. Listen here. We got... I've gone across this country one and the other. Coming to towns, cleaning them up, making something out of them. This place could be so much more than what it is, and it's up to me to make sure we get there. Sounds good to me. Me too. And Smiling Jack Johnson is having an affair with Rosetta... What is her name from the fort? Rosetta Marshall. Really? Yep. Yeah. Unless that steps on GM Fiat. I'm not sure how well that would work, because... Oh, no, 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 I got a better idea. I'm sorry to cut you off. Go for it. I don't know if this steps on Josh's toes, though, damn it. But I love the drama this could instigate. He's in a relationship with... No, that can't work, because why would she be with somebody like that? I was thinking it would be cool if he was with the uh, proprietor of the Gomez house. I think he could be being played by the white court. (laughs) Yeah, I like him being an unwitting pawn. That's what the white court do. Being an unwitting pawn who thinks he's the king in this chess game. Well, of course. I, I would want to manipulate him because he's the driving force behind change. There you go. Excellent. All right. Put him down as unwitting pawn. So, enough of this tedious business. Now we get on to the fun part, character creation. The part I've been looking forward to. I am on the horns of a dilemma, my friends, and I would like your help. We've got about an hour left. We're getting into the juicy part, the fun part, but we've only got about an hour. What do you guys want to do? 
I think we should start it up just in case it takes us more than three hours next week. Okay. Oh, well, okay, I was going the opposite way. I was thinking we call it, we look over everything we've come up with, and that way it gives us a week to come up with what our characters are going to be. You're only saying that because you don't know what you want to play yet. Well, and there's a certain amount of truth to that, but (laughs) (laughs) the concept that I was having and the concept I think I'm going to go with now are completely different. So I, I wouldn't mind some time to think about that. I mean, mechanics wise, we can do a lot of the work on our own. I mean, you guys probably aren't going to tell me where I'm going to put my skill sets. Yeah, skill sets is stuff we don't need. I'm going to have to come up with kind of the start of a backstory that I wasn't going with before. So I think some time to. You know, mull things over, and right. I'm with Eric on that. Okay. I do have a concern. If you're playing the face of the white court, aren't you the one calling the shots from there then? And doesn't that make his... The face doesn't necessarily mean the leader of. Okay. It means it's the character that represents. If gotcha. this is the... Who's to say that somebody back in Chicago is not calling the shots yeah, for me? It's just okay. he's the one that the story is following. Okay. Yes, gotcha. but I will be calling the shots. That's interesting. It's a good goal. You think that's unbalanced? I don't like the term unbalanced. I think of people playing their stupid three. Po- oh, sorry, their D twenty. No, it doesn't work either. I can't. But no, unbalanced. Four point oh. I say four point oh. <laughs> they're four point oh. Four point oh. Okay. I do. They're playing their. This, this game. I mean, he technically could play a villain in this game. Any of us. Okay, could. that was my that's concern. Not a. Yeah, okay. that's fair enough. Well, and, I like and, so we're gonna go through the uh, in the characterization with the. Facts, we're going we're gonna to find out why we know each other and what our mm. connections are. So, right. yeah. And Eric, you talked about being on the side of tradition, and I'm going to be on the side of change. So we're going to have conflict there anyway. Cool. Okay. Yeah. I just, I my concern was that if Trilobite's trying to come up with stories, if you're playing the main, if, which you're not apparently, or you might, I don't know. We haven't. Apparently, this is not a problem. Assumption that the so, white court are the bad guys. Right. I mean, they're they're you're trying also, to clean up this damn city. See, and I think you see me, or the Night Court, or White Court, the Night, Night Court. Court. Yeah, I'm sorry, White Court playing the- being stronger than really it is. Maybe I'm just the beginning forces. That's true. Maybe we have a very Well, we've already established we've got... Hold. Yeah, that's true. And, you know, and I have to get allies everywhere I can. Sometimes I have to ally with people that I don't necessarily agree with. Cool. Okay. I was just raising the concern. I wasn't passing judgment upon it. You're just upset because I have a, a cement pond. Okay, you're right. That is kind of annoying me. But no. <laughs> but I'll let you over. You can swim in any time you want. Okay, fine. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, because it's not mine. I can't skinny dip, which is what I really would want to do in the first. Oh, the white court. They're gonna let people skinny dip. <laughs> oh yeah, we're we're not against that as long as you're not ugly. It's the white court. Fair enough. <laughs> no one's ugly in California. It's not allowed. There you go. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> So, high concept-wise, in general, what are you guys' initial ideas for characters? I'm going with the Bohemian Wizard. I can't decide. Part of me wants to play an apprentice. <laughs> but then part of me wants... I I like the idea that in the Dresden Files game, you can be a mortal, and you have just as much going for you as if you're playing... Mm-hmm. And I kind of like to test that, so I'm kind of torn. The mortal character I made for a demo game was pretty badass. I'm not going to lie. He was a rogue monster hunter. Rogue demon hunter, fighting rogue demons. Yeah, he's pretty bad. I played him, made him like black dynamite with big uh, diamond demons. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! And I, I'm on a werewolf kick right now for some reason. I think it'd be kind of cool to do that. You play werewolf it like Hanthrope and kind of split the difference. Yeah, I would play the same kind 
like Billy. Because I like Anthropes are the ones that just channel the spirit and get all angry, ragey. They're not as powerful, but then you got more points to play with too. Right. Saying yep. that that could split the difference between your werewolf and mortal thing. That's true. Yeah. Or you could do yeah, play a werewolf or were yeah. shifter. Wear honey badger or something. I don't know. Yeah. Honey I, I don't know. That's why I want to. I wanna... Honey badger don't care. Honey badger don't give a shit. <laughs> I thought about of... playing a wear honey badger with that as a uh, aspect. Don't give a shit. Don't care. And you certainly don't have to decide now. I just thought this might be a good opportunity to sort of brainstorm. Oh, yeah, and see great. what people thinking about. Does not have to be concrete. I do like the idea of him living at the church, the which, which actually makes sense with the anger thing. Because if he's got a lot of anger that he's trying to deal with and he goes and he's here to do that, that could work. Animal call. Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to read the book. No drums, no drums. I'm going <laughs> to read the book over the week. I may go back into my Night of the Cross thing, so we'll see. I don't I don't know. Mm-hmm. Badass. Yeah, I really like Chris, what, what emotion was your uh, family going with? Well, it wasn't going to be greed. Mm-hmm. But I don't know yet. California. Since I'm changing... I think my high concept is going to be upstart white court empire. I think greed would work well for my family, you know, especially when I have pawns that are greedy. I don't know. I got to think about it some more. I just don't want to do lust. Feel like it's kind of played out or? Yeah. I, I mean, I don't want to be an off start to the Wraith family. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I want to have my own identity, my own niche. And so I thought greed might be good. But I got to think about that some more. Cool. So we get together next week. Get some ideas around starting on character design. All right. Sounds good. Eric, you okay with that? Yep. I was just thinking if I was going to play Knight of the Cross. I need need to do some research and see how much they expand on because you can't really tell from just watching Michael because he's the archetypal. Archetypal? Right. Archetypical. Uh, Knight of the Cross. My idea is that if I was going to play a Knight of the Cross, it would be a Knight of the Cross who still wrestles with some of his temptations from his old life. Well, they got the atheist one. What's the name well, of that's the Russian? They do, don't they? They got that guy. Sasha. Sasha. Yeah, Sasha. Yeah, yeah. Sasha's awesome. Sasha gets a, uh, grows, his part grows bigger as the, uh, as the series that's goes That's true. On. And if God can take an atheist, then certainly yeah. what I have in mind would not be that out of the realm of possibility, so... Well, I mean, to be fair, he's an agnostic. True, okay. Still. Well, I'm not planning on making this guy an atheist anyway. I was just saying, my struggle <laughs> that I was... <laughs> polite Methodist. He's got quite a shaped past, too. Excuse me, fella. Yeah. Excuse me, sir. Um, <laughs> are you a vampire? I hate to bother you. <laughs> I'll have to give you a strong talking to. <laughs> Our characters are already going to be in conflict anyway, so that... Yeah, I don't know. I've got several ideas. I gotta, I gotta just figure out which one is the most inspirational. Manipulating a, manipulating a knight of the white cross might be a good idea. <laughs> I'm not gonna play my guy evil, Eric. I know. I'm not saying you. Are. I might end up that way, but then that becomes an NPC, and I'll create a new character. Right. I'm just trying to see which concept I have gets the creative juices flowing. Yep. So look some stuff over. See what catches your eye in the book. See what you think of as you do some different research. And let's see, meet again, same bat time, same bat channel. Yep, you betcha. I'm excited about this game. Yeah, it's gonna be cool. Yeah, me too, man. I mean, I'm really digging the whole create what you're going to play in aspect of it. But I have to admit, what I'm really looking forward to is seeing what kind of characters you guys come up with. Oh yeah, I'm with you. It's gonna be awesome. (laughs) 
Okay, so I'll say uh, vaya con Dios. You guys have a good uh, 4th of July. Yeah, you too. Thank you. You guys too. See y'all later. Yep, bye-bye. Adios. See ya. And there you have it. That was Monkeys Took My Jetpack, issue number 38. Hope you found it as enjoyable a discussion as we did. And we would love to hear from you. I know we've been gone for a while, and yet... I know some of you are still listening. There are plenty of ways to get in touch with us. You can either comment on our blog at mtmjetpack.com. You can mail feedback to feedback at mtmjetpack.com. Or you can comment in our forums at mtmjetpack.com Either way, we want to hear from you. We will reply. We will respond. We will interact. We will communicate. And we look forward to it. So with that in mind, next issue, we will delve into character creation. And then, finally, at long last, we will actually begin to play the Dresden Files. So, until next time, this is Blind Geek thanking you for listening and reminding you that your imagination is just like a jetpack. You've got to keep it fired up. And always, let it soar.